Estimate Rocket Radio, podcast number 22. Continually show up and create content for your business. Mm -hmm. Good things happen. That's my whole point. I didn't set out to be a host on a TV show. You're listening to Estimate Rocket Radio, the hassle-free online software for service contractors that keep your business running from lead to pay. We want your business to grow, so we make it easy to get your job done. It's a great day here at Estimate Rocket Radio, and I want to give you all a very warm welcome. Our podcast mission is to give you direct access to high-quality experts in the service contracting industry. We want to help make your business thrive. As most of you know, my name is Kathleen. I'm a co-owner here at Estimate Rocket, and I couldn't be happier than to be with you here today. Kathy, it's so good to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, it is always a pleasure to have Tom Reaper in the house. We're so excited. So the first question I want to ask you might be a surprise question, Hmm. but I want to know what fuels Tom Reber's passion for the outstanding success that you have achieved? What fuels it? What fuels it? Wow. What is your driver? I've never been asked that question. That's a good question. Nice job. (laughs) See, you were, you you were like, I'm going to come right out of the gate hard on this guy. (laughs) Um, What fuels me? You know, it, it's funny. It's a combination between um, pain and pleasure. <laughs> um, yeah, honest to God, this is, it's funny you ask, but not too long ago, I thought about this, not the exact question, but what really drives me. And uh, one of the things that pride drives me and edges out the other is the fact that I'm terrified to not achieve my potential. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally, you know, there's a lot of people that say you shouldn't walk around in fear in this, but I think sometimes there's a good fear. You know, it's, it's good to be afraid of, you know, electricity if you're going to stick a fork in the socket. Right. (laughs) So, um, and, and for me, it works. I'm terrified of just being a loser. (laughs) And, um, and so that, that's probably the big part. And then the other is, uh, you know, I have, you know, is the opposite is the pleasure side. I, there's a lot of things I want to do in my life and there's a lot of people I want to help. And, um, I get really fired up by, um, providing so much content for people like you guys do. I mean, Mm -hmm. I, I don't think there's anyone on the planet who does what I do that produces as much free content as my team and I do. Mm -hmm. And, and that comes from the pleasure side of just being able to have an impact and help so many people. And, and so we're really proud of that, but I, I just think, um, you know, that, and then, then I got to say, I just glanced over. I looked at a picture of my mom, um, (laughs) my mom, I really believe brought me into this world to do something special. And so that that's in there too, is that driving, that driving force. Well, I know it's not mother's day, but we're going to say happy mother's day to Tom's mom. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. It's uh, that's always a good day. Yeah. It's always a wonderful day to pay honor to such a wonderful woman. Yeah. I know you're under contract and you can't say too much about this, but I'm really proud of you. You know, frankly, you're the only person I know that is on TV, um, but you're a host on HGTV. So tell us what you can about that. Yeah. Um, well, there's, you know, I'll, I'll tell you what I can first, and then I'll, I'll tell you how it got here and how it applies to people listening. Cause I don't want this just to be about me. I want them to know that there's a reason behind the story here, but, Mm -hmm. um, 
the working title of this show means, and when you say working title, I'm new to the TV business, but the working title means they could still change it. <laughs> so <laughs> what they're going with right now is called unfinished business. And uh, we go in, me and a GC uh, and a designer, and I pretty much coach people and, and I use my team to help them uh, finish projects that have been sitting dormant for a long time for various reasons. Mm -hmm. And so um, all I know at this point is we just finished uh, shooting season one a month or two ago, month and a half, two months ago. And it's supposed to air sometime in the fall of 2021. And then after that, you know, if enough people like it, we get a season two. And so that's kind of the, the gist there that I'm, I'm super excited about. But what I wanted to share with people is because a lot of people are like, how the heck did that happen? And I never set out to be on TV. Um, you know, I've had my contractor fight YouTube channel for years and our podcast and stuff. I'm just doing my thing, helping people. Um, and I got reached out to um, and, you know, they're like, hey, we want to talk to you and interview you about being a host for a show. And we didn't know it was going to be HGTV at the time. They, I guess what happens is you have these production companies, they have an idea and then they shop the idea at all the networks and then a network picks them up. Right. And says, Hey, we're going to give this shot, a sh uh, this show a shot. And so this, the point here though, is you've got to, uh, when you continually show up and create content for your business, good things happen. That's my whole point. I didn't set out to be a host on a TV show. Um, and it was honestly the last thing on my radar. Um, but it, it fits within my mission in the contractor fight. Um, and you know, it's a, uh, it was a great opportunity, but the point, like I said before, is I really want to make, I'm always pounding the drum, like create content, establish yourself as the expert, you know, um, go out and buy Marcus Sheridan's. They ask you answer and apply the book. You know, just be the answer person in your industry. And when you position yourself like that, a lot of cool things come your way, even if it's just higher profitable profitability jobs. You know what I mean? Even exactly. if you're just building your brand, because every time somebody goes online, you're showing up as the expert. It makes sales so much easier mm -hmm. when you have that expertise behind you. So that's, that's really the big lesson for me was all along I'm chipping away show, you know, me and my team, we call it show up like water, you know, water beats the rock a hundred percent of the time. Cause it keeps flowing right. and it wears the rock down. And so we've just shown up, created content, helped a lot of people along the way, knowing that, Hey, other good things come with that when you stay consistent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love that. And that's how we are at estimate rocket. Mm -hmm. I, hope I yep. feel it, Tom. <laughs> you and I, Kathy, we're like a bad rash. We just keep showing up, you know? or it's so, a good rash i don't know so to dovetail into what you just said mm -hmm. cre keep creating content so i know and i want you to talk about this a little bit more creating content around pricing out jobs in the price range where you want to be working in talk a little bit more about that because i heard you say that once and i thought boy is that ingenious mm-hmm well, I, I think one of the biggest mistakes home improvement contractors make, and really any business for that matter, is to not be upfront and transparent about what it costs to work with them. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, we're, we're doing projects at our house right now, a big backyard thing and a front yard thing that we're doing. I'm, I, and then in the middle of that, I'm like, hey, let's blow up the basement, you know, and mm -hmm. I'm looking for um, 
a couple specialty contractors right now, everything from, I, I want to do a cool concrete stain type epoxy finish on our floor because I'm turning uh, this area of our basement, I'm turning into contractor fight HQ mm -hmm. where I do, I, that's where I'm at now, but I, I just want to make it really cool. And so we're, I'm building a tequila bar, I'm painting, I'm putting in lighting and a sound system and all this stuff, big ass pool table. Um, you know, and it's, it's my baby and it's 11 o'clock at night. I'm hopping online. I'm researching contractors for certain flooring type things. I'm, we're researching a contractor right now. And this is a whole fiasco that I won't go into, but we're looking to hang uh, four TVs that we have here in the house and rewire our whole house sound system to make it better. And every website I go on, nobody's talking about money. You know, you Google, how much does painting cost? How much does concrete lifting cost? Whatever it might be, you're going to get somebody's website that shows up in Google on the pricing page. And nine out of 10 times, it says contact our salespeople. Yeah. And that just, that you've just made my life harder. Right. Now I don't want to know what it costs because I really care what it costs. I want to know what it costs because I have a, I'm trying to budget my project here. It's not like I think somebody's too expensive. I don't care about that. Charge right. what you need to charge to be in business. But um, every time we don't answer a question that somebody's looking for online about our business, especially pricing, because it's the number one thing searched with any product or service is how much does it cost? You are making life hard on the prospect and future client or possible client. Mm -hmm. And you're, you're not building the trust bank when, when you are hiding that information and everyone's like, well, I don't want my competitors to know who cares about your competitors. The worst thing that you could do is give a crap what the going rate is because it has nothing to do with your numbers. You got to know your numbers and put your numbers out there. And then the other objection, Kathy, we get as well, every project's different. And so I don't want to paint myself into a corner with pricing. And that's where you talk in generalities like, Hey, you know, the a bathroom remodel project, like the one shown here starts at 12,500 and we could spend up to a million of your dollars if you wanted to. Right. So give people a starting at and always talk about it depends, you know, just like you buy a car, there's different models with features and upgrades and you could do the same thing with your content. If you're not doing that, you're really hosing yourself as a contractor right now. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more on that. And, you know, another thing that we talked about in the past is you really need to become a communication expert to excel in sales. And I yeah. think it dovetails in perfectly with what you were just talking about. Yeah. yeah. The, you know, in our sales academy, we're, we, we started out saying, hey, let's do sales training six years ago. And then it kind of morphed in a while. We're really teaching people how to communicate with other human beings. Mm -hmm. and, um, and everything's connected. You know this. You run your own business, right? Everything's Your marketing is connected to your sales, is connected to your operations and everything else. And so back to what I said about just the example of talking about money in your content and on your website and stuff, that builds trust. And then when you finally get on the phone with somebody or you get in front of them in the sales call, the trust is already built. Mm -hmm. um, they've something like 80% of their decision has already been made before they set an appointment with a contractor. They're just making sure you're not a weirdo. <laughs> uh, okay. Especially if you've been talking about pricing and things like that. So, right. mo so I'll go back to this, this floor in my basement here, we're trying to do most salespeople they roll in and, and because we're insecure, 
because we think it starts with our mindset. Our mindset is we're going out there groveling for the job, thinking we're, you know, we got to go, oh, dear homeowner, please help this poor little peasant contractor feed his family, right? We're like begging for work. And so we go out there with that insecurity and all we do is we throw up all over the prospect. We're really awesome. We're veteran owned. We only use good materials, blah, 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 blah. And we won't shut our mouths. And mm-hmm. we never take the time to figure out, this is one of our foundational rules that we teach, is that people buy for their reasons, not ours. But all we do is contractors, and I've done this thousands of times in my career in the past till I got it straight, was I'd go out and tell people how great we were and I'd make the case for why they should hire us when instead, when you really learn how to communicate what we call and get to the motive of what are their reasons, they're actually on, they're auditioning to be your client at this point instead of the other way around. Right. And, and, and sales, true sales is a skill. It's a communication dance that can be learned. uh, If you apply yourself, I truly believe you're not born a sale. You might be born more charismatic or whatever, right? But you were not born a salesperson because a true salesperson is a master communicator. One thing I learned years ago is two pearls of wisdom. Always be asking questions because Mm -hmm. if you make statements, they may not be the statements that your customers agree with. So always be asking questions. And God gave you two ears and one mouth for a reason. You need to listen more and talk less. So I think if I can share anything about sales with people, since I'm the director of sales at Estimate Rocket, it would be those two things. Yeah. So I'll give you this example, this flooring guy, and you just nailed it here is asking questions. This guy, this, we've had a couple of companies come over and let me tell you, let me preface this. The only reason I had, I've, I'm talking to three companies is everyone's, uh, I'm, I'm not, I don't trust anybody yet. Okay. So, mm-hmm. um, in fact, when it was 11 o'clock at night and the queen and I were online looking at flooring companies and things like that one night, a few weeks ago or a month ago now, had somebody answered questions, had great content, all this other stuff, walked us through the, you know, I, I won't bore the listeners with that. But just trust me when I say a content rich value added website that is about me and not about them. I literally would have plugged my credit card into their computer into the computer that night. And I would have bought the floor before I ever met them. Okay. Had the trust been built instead. First guy comes out. We walk down to the basement. Now he's in the house, Kathy. And first thing he starts bragging about is how cool his car is. Okay. And then it's, you know, Hey, we're really awesome. We're really experienced. We get down to the basement. He goes, what do you want to do? I said, I'm thinking we're going to do some concrete stain down here. Cool. Finished, you know, for, and I didn't even get it out of my mouth that this is part of my brand. This is my baby. I, I'm sparing no expense here, right? And he goes, no, you don't want stain. And I'm like, okay. He's like, you want the X5 3000 finish or whatever the heck it was. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what that is. All right. Here's how it should have gone. Hey, Tom, help me see what you see down here in the basement. Hey, we're thinking about doing some sort of concrete stain and blah, blah, blah. Hey, Tom, would it be okay if I shared with you what some people do in situations like this when maybe they want some different options that are more durable than a stain and shut his mouth? If -hmm. he would have just done that, it would have built more trust. But instead, he went on this, it was like a keynote speech on how amazing the company was. And, um, And 
you know, her and I looked at each other after, you know, while he was in there, we're like rolling our eyes going, are you kidding me? You haven't asked one question about me, why I'm doing this, what's important to us, but we know the sports your daughter plays, how tall your girlfriend is and the type of car you have and how many hours you spent working on the car this weekend. <laughs> like we know all about you and you don't know a damn thing about us. Um, exactly. And then he, then he, and Kathy, here's another, and then I'll shut up. I promise. Then, yeah, no. <laughs> but then guys make, we, we do this. We make assumptions too, right? Which is the death of your sales right there. You start making assumptions, you're dead. And he, at one point he's like, she just came out and asked him, Hey, we looked on your website. We couldn't find anything on pricing. Just curious what something like this is going to cost. What should we budget? Notice I said, she said, what should we budget? Exactly. And he's like, well, you know, that something like this is really expensive. I mean, it could be five to $7,000. Okay. He assumed that we thought that would be expensive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and a lot of contractors do that. We don't bring up the money thing because we think it's going to scare people away, which by the way, is a good thing, especially in your website. Mm-hmm. Okay? If I go to your website and it's 85 grand to put in a ceiling fan, I'm probably not going to hire you. Right. And I'm not right. going to waste your time, which is good for everybody. Right. So it's a total mind shift, but don't make assumptions in the sales process. In fact, one of our sales coaches in our sales Academy, Tim, uh, he said this on accident one day and it's just kind of stuck for several years. He says, you know, the dumber I am, the more money I make, right? The dumber I am, the more money I make, meaning be Columbo. Ask those questions, shut your mouth. Don't mm-hmm. make assumptions. When you do, you're going to connect with people on the things that are important to them, which is why in turn, when they, when you leave, and then if they talk to other people on the phone or whatever it is, they're comparing that connection they had with you to everyone else. And you're going to win every time, regardless of what the money is in most exactly. cases. Exactly. Listen more and talk less. I think that's key. Yep. So one of the questions I always love discussing with you is you have this secret magical formula for getting a potential customer to share a true budget number when you're out on the road estimating a project. Will you share this with all of our Estimate Rocket listeners? Because this is really key. And and frankly, it is magical. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It works 100% of the time. Um, and, And the reason it works is because I'm taking control of the conversation by giving the prospect control. Mm-hmm. which is kind of a weird way to say it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, um, if I ask a prospect, you know, Hey, what's your budget for this job? Right. What, what are they most likely going to say to me? You know, most likely they're in my experience in the thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of sales appointments I've been on. It's if you come out, and say, what's your budget? They're going to say something along the lines of, um, you know, we have no idea. We've never done a project like this, right? Um, we, we don't know what this costs. Or they're going to lie to you because they're afraid of getting taken advantage of. It's, it's usually something in, in there or in between. And so a couple techniques um, that we've really I think mastered and, and taught over the years. Uh, the first is, is just bracketing. 
And mm-hmm. this is how I get, I get their budget. We get their budget literally a hundred percent of the time. They, they can't wiggle their way out of it. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm not, I'm not sitting there trying to play this game of, Hey, we're manipulating people, but I just want the truth. Right. And, and that's a big thing. Kathy, you, me, the, the people listening to this that are out working and busting our tails and adding value to people, we deserve the truth. Mm-hmm. We don't deserve the runaround. Absolutely. Right. And so, um, so it might work like this. You might say, uh, um, and we, we teach this on the phone before you even go out there. So let me just say that for those that don't know, um, however you do it, you could use it, but we, we have a rule that we do not set foot on a person's property unless they already know what it's going to cost. And we already know their motive and what's important to them. And if we're a good mm-hmm. fit, we're, and, um, I just, I have a, I have a, a guy who's a painter, cabinet painter. He just did a post the other day in 2020. He had seven and hundred and something leads. He sold a hundred and something jobs and did zero site visits to sell the job, saving him over 1400 hours. Changed his life. Yeah. Okay. Um, so anyway, that being said, let's pretend you and I are talking about um, a kitchen remodel and you want your kitchen remodeled and blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to bracket this up. I'm going to say, so Kathy, you know, and this is after this is step two of our process. Step one is the motive. You dig mm-hmm. in, you really understand what's going on. Once I have a good handle on their motive, I'm going to transition and it's going to go like this. Kathy, would it be okay? I think I have a good handle on what you, what you're looking for here. And I'm going to recap it back to you. And I'm going to go, is this right? And you're going to go, yeah, you got it. Right. I'm going to say, would it be cool if we talked about money right now? Sure. Great. Well, listen, um, I can approach this project one of two ways. The first way is I could come out and we can, we can remove load bearing walls, open up the ceiling and, you know, top end everything, just blow your mind with what we do. In fact, it'll be so cool that local magazines will probably want to take pictures of your house and people will be pinning your kitchen on Pinterest for the next five years. All right. And if we came out and did something like that, you're looking at 150, 200,000 bucks mm-hmm. or we can come out and do a basic kitchen remodel with some high-end appliances, blah, 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 blah. You know, you paint the picture and that we're looking at, I don't know, 75 to 80 grand, 75 mm-hmm. to 90 grand, whatever it is, you're bracketing. Mm-hmm. Um, which of those conversations does it make the most sense for us to have? I get it. So you're almost doing a better invest. Yeah. We're painting two pictures and they're, we're mm-hmm. letting them self-select. Okay. Okay. And what will often happen is actually a lot of times people go, I mean, I mean, shoot, you know, a lot of people will just go with the high end because they want the best. Right. So mm-hmm. that's cool. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people will go, well, there's no way I'm spending 150, 200 grand on my kitchen, Tom. And, and the 70 to 80, 70 to 90 that you're talking about, that's a, that's double the, all the other estimates that we've gotten. Mm-hmm. Okay. And at that point, I'm like, I acknowledge that I go, all right, well, what, you know, I, I, uh, you know, it's not surprising that, you've gotten cheaper prices. So what do you think we should do next? And then you shut your mouth. See, I'm giving them, I'm taking control by giving them control. And this question, what do you think we should do next? See, you're not defending your price. Mm -hmm. You're implying a partnership with the client by using we, you avoid needing to justify that your company does things a certain way. You're putting the ball in their court Mm -hmm. um, and you'll have an opportunity to find a better solution because they're the ones that are going to propose it. (laughs) So for example, I had somebody once, I'm like, well, what do you think we should do next? I mean, we were like three, four times expense, more expensive than everybody else. And he goes, well, do you have a payment plan? And I said, if I were to work out a payment schedule for you that, that made sense, 
would we get the job? And he's like, absolutely. You're the guy I want to hire. Wow. Yeah, I made no assumptions. That's a lot right. of guys, when somebody goes, oh, you're more expensive. Well, you know, Kathy, we got to drive around. There's a lot of gas and overhead. And, you know, my guys cost a lot. We just start defending. Mm-hmm. And that does no good. Mm-hmm. And so for those listening, the next time you talk about it, let's talk about a simple paint job. Hey, Kathy, yeah, we could come out and paint that bedroom for you. You know, listen, I can't get out there for another week because that's just how it is for a lot of guys. So before I, we put it on the calendar, would it be okay if we just talked about what this might cost and and we'll get people to send us pictures, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And, and for those that are wondering, well, how do you not burn yourself later when you go out there and see the site? We step three protects you from that, that I won't get into, Mm -hmm. but, um, I might be like, well, listen, I can come out and we could skim coat all the walls and the ceilings. We could paint the trim, the doors, you know, uh, prime and paint everything. We could use the top line paint on the market, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, we could do wallpaper. We could go crazy in this bedroom and you're looking at, you know, three to four grand, or we can come in and put a couple coats of high quality, blah, 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 paint with whatever color you want. And we're looking at six to 700 bucks just on the walls. Which conversation do you want to have? Mm-hmm. They will lead you every time to what their budget is. I promise you it's, it right. never fails. Well, that's, that is so masterful. It's, it's fantastic. <clears throat> so Thank you. Tom, before we end this, um, would you like to tell our estimate rocket listeners how they can get in touch with you if they would like to? Absolutely. Yeah, you go anywhere type in the contractor fight and you'll, you'll run into us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, it's really that simple. We're uh, super active on YouTube with contractor fight TV. There's a ton of, like I said before, free content. We, I got over 300 videos there or something like that. Uh, we got over, uh, you know, three and a half, 400 podcasts uh, on, on the contractor fight podcast. So I, I just ask people to jump in any of those pl- places and just kind of get a feel for what we got going and, if somebody wants to move a little faster and learn about what we do, just, just email help at the contractorfight.com and let us know what you're looking for. And, and we can help you. To the rescue. That's right. We'll, we'll come. We'll 2319 that. I don't know if you, yes, that's yes. a monster zinc 2319 where they came rappelling in from the ceiling. <laughs> a sock was stuck to one of the monsters, but anyway, um, but no, I got, I got a great team. You know, I, I, you know, we have our sales academy as well. And I want to actually, let me give, go to, the, you know, you, you guys, yeah, you guys could go to the contractor fight, but if you go to contractorsalesacademy.com forward slash cheap, there's a free download there with some cool word tracks and ways that you can um, spot the true tire kicking cheap prospects that will never be your client before you ever go meet them. That's okay. a great resource awesome. for people. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's fantastic that you have that on your website. Um, it's my team, Kathy. They make your, this stuff. Your team. They're amazing. I know. We are all <laughs> surrounded by great, great people. And the other thing I want to say, share is, you know, at Estimate Rocket, we have philosophy. We're going 100 miles an hour. We're just trying to accomplish so much for our Estimate Rocket users. And we have to surround ourselves with A players. Mm-hmm. You can't go to the A minus and the B's because it just doesn't set your business up for success. And I know that you do the same exact thing yeah. at your company. Yep. Yeah. Invest in your people. You, you, you know, people. you, you gotta, 
I don't know. You know, we, we call them something different in my, my world, the A players, we call them FWs. <laughs> and, uh, and I won't, I won't repeat it here, but I'll let y'all. Okay. Uh, we're FWs too, Tom. That's right. I know you are, but, <laughs> but this, but this is the point or one of the points is every company has its own language, right? And mm-hmm. you have your own culture and that's, it's just kind of, when we use that language with our team, it puts a little chip on their shoulder that they're here to show up and play big and do their job. Right. You know, and it works for us. Yeah. I like that word. I like that. Um, Anyway, Tom, it's amazing to always have the opportunity to get a few minutes to talk one-on-one with you. You, uh, You're such a a big, big uh, player in the industry. And, um, you know, I realize, and I'm going to just share this with everyone. When Tom said he could talk to us, I went on his calendar and there was a one hour slot in May. So I had to take this slot in order to get my time. With Tom. So you're a busy man, um, but we love you. Everyone here at Estimate Rocket thinks so highly of you. We love you to death. And it is an absolute pleasure and honor to have time to get to speak with you, Tom. Well, I super appreciate you having me and, and the honor's all mine. I've, I've told you this a million times, but you guys are super solid people there in it for the right reasons and uh you're you're different than anyone else in your space and that's that's why i love hanging out with you guys well we appreciate that you know that because it's true (laughs) well not to mention you got a great product you know i mean that's you know you gotta have a great product and what you do but i think you know your secret sauce is who you guys are as people well, so. and, and I agree with you on that because, you know, I'll go to a convention and someone might not know who we are, mm-hmm. but then there are other software companies there. And when they come over to us, they say, well, they just told me this and they just told me that. And, you know, they're <laughs> they're com- making me compare myself like ketchup, right? On a, yeah. on a And I say to them, oh, we have outstanding software that will run your business from lead to paid and you'll grow you'll grow every year, year over year in profitability by using Estimate Rocket. Mm -hmm. But what sets us apart are the people that work at Estimate Rocket. And we we still, Tom, handpick everyone. And they go through a very lengthy interview process to get here. Mm. Uh, When we're fortunate enough to hire people we know, it's a dream. But when there's a little unknown, they go through a long process. And we hire and we also fire to core values and yep. we our core values in our team book and everyone during the interview process gets to read the team book and see our core values and if you don't think that our customers are the most important thing in every day when you go to work then you don't belong here so mm-hmm. thank you for noticing that because and that might be why we our companies get along so well is yeah. really at the end of the day, we all have the same core values. Yeah. I, I know there's definitely some alignment there and, I um, and I, I look forward to watching you continue to explode and dominate. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's great talking with you, Tom. Likewise. Thanks so much. Okay. Have a great day. Have a great year. Likewise. You do the same. This is Estimate Rocket Radio. Join our team at EstimateRocket.com.